Awesome. All right. Greetings, CCISD. This is Getting to the Core, and I'm Carrie Perales. And I'm Dr. Barbara Augustus. And I'm Dr. Melly Guetta. And we are... Getting Getting to to the the core. core. Awesome. It is a pleasure to have you ladies here today. Uh, We've really been been focusing on the math framework. And one of the parts in the math framework is we really defined goals of every department and our community, our CCISD community. So I'm really excited to have you guys here today. So we can kind of talk about that journey and how you guys see the math framework. But before we get to that, I thought it'd be really cool to kind of talk about our journey I know when I was in the classroom at Meadowbrook Elementary, I had the honor and privilege to work with Kimberly Comstock. At the time, she was the behavior teacher, and her kids mainstreamed into my classroom. And I also know somebody that you know as well, Mr. Gressis. Yes. Uh, and the two of them were fantastic. And I really leaned on them to really help me as a teacher understand what these students that were being mainstreamed into my room really needed. And so it made me realize, you know, your department and y'all's goals is really about collaboration and relationships. You really have to have those two things. So uh, so tell me a little bit, Barbara, we'll start with you okay. about your journey and how you got started in, in uh, special ed. Okay, so I actually came to the school district from another career. I was a director for the Mental Health Authority in Nueces County. Wow. And I came into the school district as a special educator. I'm alt-cert also. I got my master's in special education, and I really had a heart because I knew where the students were going, you know, and I didn't have a lot of, they didn't have a lot of outcomes Mm -hmm. because students were not able to advocate for themselves and did not have as much educational opportunity as I thought they needed. Mm -hmm. And so I came to the school district to see what kind of impact I could make. Awesome. And you make a fabulous impact. Thank you. Yeah. Melly, what about you? So I actually began my career as an administrative assistant for a special education department. And that's where it became really apparent to me that um, our students with special needs needed more representation. And so as I moved forward getting my alternative certification, um, I did it to get in the classroom, um, but I uh, also continued to become an educational diagnostician to kind of help identify where our students' struggles were and to collaborate with teachers in the classroom on how to better serve them. Wow, so. I can I can tell it's a heartworthy and you're passionate. And so that's why you all are amazing leaders now in our district. So when you think of just math in general, we have this math framework and already all students um, can struggle in math. I know I did uh, struggle in math, but we have an extra layer. We want to make sure that all students can learn. And so I know one of the things is providing accommodations. So when you all are looking at math, and really you can talk about any any type of uh, subject, uh, what type of accommodations do you feel that are most impactful um, that teachers can use or their special ed teachers can use um, in a math environment? So I really think it it's an answer, but not an answer, because it really depends on the person. Mm. But what we're doing as a special ed- education team is we're going to kind of develop what are some highly used accommodations okay. for mathematics. Because sometimes teachers don't know exactly what to choose or how to choose. And, and the whole idea of an accommodation is that that student can then do the work and have access independently. Yes. And so the idea is to give you this smorgasbord of accommodations and then you can try out for Barbara and see what is going to get her access so she can make progress in that curriculum. Very nice. 
Melly, did you want to add anything? Yeah, just to add on to that, a lot of times what we find is those accommodations that are successful for our students are successful for other students as well. Yes. And so um, it's just a win-win for everybody. And really the collaboration and partnership and making sure that regular ed teachers and special ed teachers come together, and and even your instructional paras, come together and build a relationship to understand the needs in the room. Um, I know that was something important to me as a teacher is I didn't want to isolate anyone or make anyone feel like they were getting anything different. But at the same time, I wanted to make sure everybody got something different if they needed it. So it was that it's almost like a dance, a magical dance that you have to figure out in the classroom to make everybody feel a part of the group and not isolated. Are there any things that y'all are doing now? I see the inclusion academies are going on um, that y'all are working on to build those relationships and collaborative opportunities for teachers. Right. So I and going back to the framework when we're talking about equitable equitable mathematical or mathematic experiences mm-hmm. um, and what you were referencing in terms of um, that dance and that collaboration and also not making it obvious that we're doing something completely different for our students because we're not mm-hmm. right because equity means students getting what they need yes and it may not always be the same thing and so um, in that mm-hmm. sense that's where the inclusion academy and all these other things come into play so that we learn how to develop those adult relationships so that we can then transfer that partnership and communication into the accommodations and however we're delivering the instruction for the students. Yeah, it really takes a village and you have to be on the same page in order to do that. Are there any teachers that you can think of? And I'm sure I know you all do a lot of walks. You spend a lot of time going out there and supporting teachers and instructional paras that you want to elevate and celebrate that you feel like, man, they are doing a fantastic job. Well, just yesterday, we got to celebrate the above line for Miss Maldonado over at Smith Elementary, and she is fantastic. She came from general education into special education several years back, but her heart is to advocate for every single student. And I think that that collaboration on her campus has really moved students forward because it's not just a special education service. Mm -hmm. It is a team of individuals really looking at how we can help propel students. And she is the person, the catalyst. Her and Ms. Ray's there, they are the catalyst to help that. That's awesome. That population of students. That's amazing. Yes. Anybody else you can think of? Um, So um, like um, Dr. Gressis was saying, I think that um, in general it's, Um, making sure that we're communicating with other teachers so that because our students are general ed teachers first and then making sure that um, everybody knows um, how to best support our students and then that's usually when we see the highest impact for our students. That's great. Is there anything that you, I mean, you have a global audience right now. So is there anything that you really want to say or want people to know that maybe is a misconception or maybe is something that you just really feel passionate about? Yes, I think that a lot of people think of special education as a place that a student goes, but Mm. we're a service, and we're a service for that student to get access to the general ed curriculum in order to make progress in that general education curriculum. And I think it's a misnomer that thinking of it as a place, we're a service that helps elevate that student's access. And with that, we have really taken on upon ourselves to try to really collaborate during new teacher orientation, making connections for our general ed teachers to understand 
that not all special education recipients have the same qualifying condition. So you really have to know how does that qualifying condition impact their access and really getting them um, a better understanding of what does ADHD mean for Barbara. It might mean something totally different for Carrie. And so we really want to make sure that they have access to that those documents so they can really understand how to support students better. Great. Well, I couldn't say that any, any better. That was awesome. Anything that you wanted to add? Yeah. So um, it's not only not a place, but a service, but also to remember that it's not our students or their students, mm. right? They're, it's oh, everybody, all exactly. of our students. And, um, you know, um, to, um, again, their general education first, and then going from there to provide the supports and the extra things that they might need in order to help them succeed. Well, awesome. Thank you, ladies. I really appreciate you being here. I'm Carrie Perales. And I'm Barbara Gressis. And I'm Melly Guetta. And we got to the core. <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies. You have a great day. Thank you.